Hello there. Welcome and thank you for listening to the Joy Fountain podcast. It is my prayer that the message you're about to hear will in many ways than one feed your soul and strengthen your decision and resolve to follow Jesus. My name is Andaza Hezekiah, pastor at the Joy Fountain Church here in Winnipeg, Manitoba. May your joy be full today in Jesus' mighty name. Now let's dive into the Word. Oh, today I want to continue. Uh, we have been talking about the blessing. The blessing. The blessing. Last week we talked about the blessing and I, I, I pointed out uh, what the blessing is. It is important that we talk about the blessing. And I want to, uh, let's just pray. Father, we uh, commit the word into your hands. Your word is a sword. <laughs> Today, I pray that the sword will pierce our hearts and uh, discern the, our, uh, the intents and the thoughts of our heart. We bring healing. We bring reproof. We bring a rebuke. We bring correction. We bring connection. We'll confront the things that need to be confronted and will accelerate us into your purpose and your divine counsel. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Uh, uh, let's look at uh, Luke chapter 24, verse 50 to 53. Luke 24, 50 to 53. Luke 24, 50 to 53. And I'm going to read very quickly from the New Living Translation. All right. Uh, it says, then Jesus led them to Bethany and lifting his hands to heaven. I want you to look at this. He lifted his hands to heaven. He blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up to heaven. Verse 52. So they worshipped him and then returned to Jerusalem filled with great joy. I want to begin. Uh, let, me, let me even read the 53. It says, and they spent all of their time in the temple praising God. I want to start by saying, my friends, that uh, when you are blessed of the Lord, when God blesses you, when the Lord blesses a person, you, one of the things that you will observe is that blessed people are joyful people. Even when they have challenges in their lives, even when they go through certain difficulties, blessed people are joyful people. We also see there that the Bible said they returned to Jerusalem. Jerusalem means the place, the house, the location, the region of peace. It means peace. And the people who are blessed enjoy the peace of God. The Bible says that uh, great is the peace of those who know the Lord. Nothing shall by any means offend them. Hallelujah. Okay. It also said they spent all their time in the temple praising God. There, you see the thought thing there, those who are blessed of God are people who are always engaged in the temple of the Lord. They love to hang around the people of God. They love, they are the ones who say, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Okay. We also see that they spent all their time in, the, uh, sorry, they, 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 pr they were praising God while spending their time in the temple. The, the people who are blessed of God are people who praise the Lord. So we immediately see that Jesus raised his hands and blessed them. I want to start by saying that uh, the, the blessing is in what Jesus said by his voice and what he has done or he's doing with his hands. So he lifted up his hands and spoke. Last week, I showed you where Jacob blessed Ephraim and Manasseh, the sons of Joseph in Egypt. 
and how he crossed his hand. The right hand went on the head of the younger and the left hand went on the hand of the older. Yet he was blind. And his, Joseph was upset. And he said, Dad, you can't do this. Put your right hand on the older one and your left hand on the... Because, you know, you can't... But Jacob said no. By prophetic insight, he said the younger will be blessed far beyond the, the, the elder. That God was going to raise him to be a blessing to the nations of the earth. The blessing of Abraham was being transferred to the younger. So it's very important to understand that there are principles in the blessing. Now... It, but God also said, no, 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 the older one will be through Jacob. He said, the older one will also be blessed. But there's a purpose that I have specifically appointed the younger for. Very important. Let's keep going. So the last thing Jesus did, as we have seen, as he was taking up, was to bless his disciples. Why did he do this? I believe, and you would probably agree with me that he did that because I have explained last week that blessing, the blessing is God imputing a measure of divinity, is imputing a measure of divine quality, divine attributes in a human being. From the divine spirit, the great spirit, the father of all spirits, the almighty God, he imputes something into your own spirit. And it's a divine attribute. For you to get the blessing of God, you need to be born again. Now, those who are not born again, those who do not know God, who have not become children of God, are blessed with the general blessings God has given us. For example, uh, they are blessed because God allows his son to shine on everybody. All right? Now, but the curse on the earth has access to them. But if you are blessed... There is no curse on the planet that can reach you. That's why Jesus blessed them. As he was leaving, that was the last thing the Bible records that he did. After he asked them to, to go into the world and preach the gospel, gave them instruction, the next thing was to bless them. Friends, every human being called of God, every human being saved by God has a divine assignment. And that divine assignment cannot be accomplished. You cannot even live your life praising God Blessing the Lord like we saw them doing. The Bible says they were filled with joy. How can you be filled with joy when you look around the world today with all the things that are happening? They were also filled with peace because they went to the place of peace. How can you go to a place of peace when the world... Jerusalem at that time was occupied by Romans. They were not free citizens of their own country. They didn't have their own sovereignty. They were under another rule. That's why when people say, why is God allowing all this trouble in the world? When Jesus came, <laughs> there was trouble in the world. When he left, the trouble remained in the world. But he carved out an entity. He carved out a body. He carved out a nation of priests. He carved out a people of power. He carved out a people of praise. He carved out a nuclear weapon to take out the powers of the evil one. The Bible says for this purpose was Jesus manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Do you see that? So we have to have this understanding and we have to be bullish in our approach to the things of God. We cannot retreat because he didn't provide weapons for our behavior. He provided weapons uh, for uh, of our warfare for the front. And so it is advancing forward ever. Forward ever, backward never. Hallelujah. When it feels that we are going backward, we are not going backward. We are only uh, taking a step back in order to position ourselves to launch forward. Hallelujah. If you feel you are being rejected, I always say uh, that rejection is the ejection of the wrong people out of your life in order for God to project you towards your destiny. Hallelujah. All right, so we see also 
that the blessing of God is why Jesus blessed them is that the blessing of God is far above, is further and beyond every curse. We cannot make it on our own without the help of God. It is recorded that he blessed the children that were also brought to him. Jesus blessed the children. So it, when the children were brought to him, the Bible says that he put his hands on them and blessed them. How did he do this? He spoke a blessing over them. He spoke a blessing over them. Oh, that is powerful. That is encouraging. He spoke a blessing over them. I believe that I am a blessed man. I believe my family is blessed. Uh, you know, people think that blessing is having a lot of nice cars. People think that blessing is having a lot of money in the bank. Those are not necessarily a blessing. The Bible says the Lord makes rich and adds no sorrow, or the blessing of the Lord makes rich and does not add sorrow to it. You know, we live in North America where there's a lot of wealth over the years and over the generation. A lot of people believe that, oh, they are going to leave $2 million worth of assets for their children when they die. And so they feel comfortable. They feel happy and excited that their children will be well off. But there are times where even after people leave all these things for their children, you find that it looks as if they even got worse afterwards. You know, because, you know, I don't mean to, to put anybody down, but the reality is that people uh, feel that because they have this and that, they have so much money, it will be okay. Uh, the Bible says, <laughs> the Bible tells us that, um, to as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become the sons of God. So it's important that we understand these things. Without that, we are actually floating or we have the curse floating around and it can easily deal with anyone. There is a curse upon the earth, but God has blessed us on the earth and we will do well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. All right, let's keep going. How did Jesus bless and how should we bless? We see that Jesus did what? He lifted up his hands. So what he did with his hands is important. Here we are not told he laid hands on them, but he lifted up his hands. And this is why sometimes you see us lifting up our hands in church and we pray for people. It's, it's deliberate. We are doing what Jesus did. And I can tell you that there is a blessing in it. You go on YouTube and you hear some people saying, oh, you know, all those pastors who say they are blessing people is all garbage. It doesn't work. All right. That's what you believe. You believe that. But I can tell you that if a person is called by God, God gives the people special attributes. He graces them. That's why he gave five gifts to the church. Apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists. In Numbers chapter 6 from verse 23 to 25, I believe, the Bible tells us that uh, the priests were to bless the people when they would come into the temple. And I, I shared that, you know, uh, last week. It was their responsibility for to bless the people. And he said, when they say these words, I will put my blessing upon them. Very important. Hallelujah. All right. So you also are a child of God. In fact, Revelation chapter 1 verse 6 says that God has made us priests and kings. The Lord Jesus, sorry, has made us kings and priests unto our God. If you read it in the New King James Version, it is rendered differently in the New Living Translation. In the New King James and the King James, the Bible says we have been made kings and priests. And the Bible says where a, the word of a king is, there is power. Hallelujah. The Bible says the eye, <laughs> the, the eye of a righteous, sin scatters, uh, a righteous king scatters sin. There is, it is important for us to understand these principles. It's very key. 
so that we can start living in the blessing in spite of all the things that are happening around us. Hallelujah. Okay. So the words he also spoke were very key, just like Jacob over Ephraim and Manasseh. So I want to ask you today as a parent, what words are you speaking over your children? So if you have your children by you on your sofa in your home, or you have them with you sitting by you in church, or they are in kids ministry and you are hearing me, please do this. Put your hands on them right now and say a blessing over your children. If you have three, I'll give you 30 seconds. Just say you are blessed. You are blessed. It is well with you. Put your hands upon them. And bless them. I will do the same for my children later. And I will, I will explain. Because David did the same thing. Bless them. It is important. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Good. On Father's Day this year, I went upstairs after the service. It was a beautiful service we had online. And then I went upstairs. I was resting. And it occurred to me, before you eat, the children said, no, we have to have takeout. No cooking. No, mom, we have to have takeout. It's Father's Day. Okay, so we did takeout. And uh, so I came downstairs. It, it occurred to me that I should ask them to pray for me. So I sat down at the dining table and I said, would you pray for me? So the children all surrounded me. Without their mom, we were both watching. I sat there and she was with, you know, sitting on the other side. But they put all their hands on me and they began to pray. And they began to bless me. And they began to speak. You know, it was so encouraging hearing them praying for me. And I know that God heard the prayer. They prayed for strength. The things they were praying about, I wonder, ah, where did they get those from? Where did they get those words from? But it had been stored in their spirit over the years as they listened to me and their mom. So they were, they were releasing it upon our lives. Ask your children to pray for you. If you're not feeling well, ask them to lay hands on you. Children, especially the younger children, they don't have doubt. When they pray, their prayers are very powerful. The Bible says in Psalm 8 that God has ordained strength out of the mouth of babes and sucklings. There are arrows in your hand. If things are tight in the house... After you have prayed, call your children. Even the two-year-old that doesn't know how to pray as you pray. You think their prayer is not powerful? You just say, can you pray for mommy? They just say, I pray for mommy. I pray for daddy. I pray for I pray, And that's it. I tell you, God hears that prayer even before us. Because we have a lot of doubt battling with us sometimes. We have to build up our faith. Children don't have those kinds. They just believe. If you promise your child something, the, the, especially the younger ones who have not learned, uh, you know, <laughs> what the world is about. They just believe and they expect you to do what you've said. So use that and you'll be amazed. Ask them to bless you. Ask them to bless you. And when you do that, you are training them. You are preparing them. The blessing is a divine attribute. It comes by the laying on of hands and words that are spoken. And the Bible says that, a, you, you know, we are a fountain. We cannot give forth bitter and sweet. I want to say something. In Genesis chapter 4, verse 24, Genesis chapter 4, verse 24, you know I love to read the Bible here, and I, I will keep doing it as long as the Lord grants me breath. We will use the scriptures, because the more people know the scriptures, the more faith arises. By the preaching of the scriptures, faith arises, and as faith arises in the spirit of those who hear the word, for faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word, we are able to accomplish things that we cannot on our own. So faith is essential for accomplishing miracles and doing the will of God. And the Bible says in, in, the, in our Lord's prayer, uh, he taught us to pray, your will be done on earth as it's done in heaven. What it means is God reveals to you what his will is. Then you pray his will into existence. You not only pray his will, you bless your way to the will. You declare your way to the will. You work your way to the will of God, into the will of God. 
but he gives you the grace to do that. Okay, so let's keep going. In Genesis chapter 4, verse 24, uh, we see something happened. The Bible tells us that, oh, sorry, Exodus, uh, my apologies, Exodus chapter 4, verse 24. I have been reading some uh, scriptures in Genesis. So Exodus 4, 24. It says, on the way to Egypt, at a place where Moses and his family had stopped for the night, the Lord confronted him and was about to kill him. Did you know that God almost killed Moses? Moses who was so holy. Moses who was so meek. What did he do that God was upset with him? It says, verse 25. But Moses' wife Zipporah took a flint knife and circumcised her son. She touched his feet with the foreskin and said... Now you are a bridegroom of blood to me. When she said a bridegroom of blood, she was referring to the circumcision. After that, the Lord left him alone. The, the Bible doesn't describe what happened. Maybe he fell sick and it was obvious it came from the Lord. Because Moses is close to the Lord and he knew God was saying to him, you've done wrong here and you have not done what you are supposed to do. Moses was so busy taking care of the church, taking care of the people, taking care of business. And he did not circumcise his children, which was a covenant between him uh, between God and Abraham, and Moses is a descendant of Abraham, particularly of the tribe of Levi. And the tribe of Levi is sworn to priesthood. God dedicated a whole tribe that they can do nothing but serve in the priesthood. Moses came out of the tribe of Levi. He was anointed from birth to serve as a priest. If anybody should understand the power of the circumcision, the essence of the circumcision, the purpose of the circumcision, the grace in the circumcision, the blessedness of the circumcision, as, and how it relates to the salvation of humankind, that our hearts are circumcised, that we cross from darkness to light. Moses should have understood it, but he was too busy taking care of the church. When we started our church, I was so busy. I would run around. I visit people. One day I said, I will not do this anymore. I will make sure, you know, when people leave, it used to bother me. When people complain and say, oh, you, or they say things I didn't do, or they gossip, it used to bother me a lot. One day I realized that the church is not mine. The people are not my people. They, they are my people, but they are first God's people. And ever since then, I had a freedom that it doesn't matter. You know, when people say things now, I laugh. <laughs> if it's not true, I laugh. If it is true that I did something wrong, I will apologize. But I'm telling you, when things happen, as long as oh, we're living, we're not happy with what you've done. All right, praise the Lord. I, my prayer is that while they are under my teaching and the preaching and the ministration, that they are blessed. And I can tell you that I have seen people come and be blessed. We have a journey. We have an assignment. There's something God is doing through this ministry, through your life, through your family. Don't be discouraged by the things you see. You know why? You are blessed above the curse. Hallelujah. You are blessed beyond the curse. Hallelujah. You are blessed so far ahead of the curse that it cannot catch up with you. You are on divine uh, turbo mechanics uh, and you are moving at rocket speed by the special grace of God. It may not feel that way, but if you are slow, the curse is slower. If you are fast, the curse is, is less fast. It cannot catch up with you because he said he will pursue you with a blessing hallelujah david did not neglect to bless his own in first chronicles chapter 16 verse 37 to 43 first chronicles chapter 16 verse 37 to 43 you can write it down i will not read it because of our time the david after all of the celebration the bible says david returned and blessed his own household today after the service i will lay hands on all my children and bless them because I asked you to do it. Since I can't do it in person, 
I will do it. Now, if one of my children is abroad, no problem. I will do it over the internet. That is understandable. But as long as they are here, we will do it. I will pray for each of them. I want to also say, at the end of the service today, those of you who are here who would like prayer, I have set up a time. We, we would like to pray with you. I've also been told by, by, by Matt and Amanda, who are heading our children's department, you hear about it a, 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 a bit more later, they would like to bless the children before they go back to school. We always do that every year. We have a back to school. We used to have a back to school service, but uh, we, we're not calling that anymore. But then we still pray for the children. It's important that we bless them. David returned home and blessed his own household. What was it that David knew about the blessing? On Wednesday night at, at uh, 8, 8, 8 p.m., we have been learning from David's life. So you can join us online if you're hearing about it for the first time. And David knew the blessing. Ha! David knew the blessing. When David was anointed, all his brothers were paraded before the prophet. Everywhere Eliab came, okay? And the prophet Samuel said, well, this must be him. But the Lord said, no. <laughs> all of them came until David was brought forth. The Lord said, no, there's another one. And Samuel asked the father, you, you still have one more? He said, yeah, he's in the field taking care of sheep. He said, well, that's the one I want. Bring him. <laughs> so he came and he was blessed. He was blessed. The day the anointing came upon the life of David. The Bible says from that day in 1 Samuel chapter 16, if you read it, the Bible says from that, the spirit of God came upon him from that day forward. Oh my goodness. Jesus, if the spirit of God comes upon you, your life never remains the same. Never. So David did not neglect to bless his own because he knew. He didn't get too busy and forget to bless his own. Some families, some dads are so busy. You love to help people outside, but you cannot help your own family. You can't load the dishes. You can't, uh, you know, you're just running around. You know, as soon as a friend calls you, oh, let's come and you off you go to play cards, you know. Why not play cards at home with your children? In the process, you are blessing them. Bless them with your presence. Some moms are too busy with friends. You want to run around and have a good time. No. Hang out with your family. Hang out with your children. Speak words that will encourage them. As parents, we speak words sometimes that we shouldn't say. When we do that, we should correct the words. Nothing wrong in telling your children, you know I, what I said, you know, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. And then you tell them what is good because it's important. Some of, some of the parents... We bless our, we, 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 we don't even know that we are saying things we shouldn't say. You know, I always say, when a child is doing something and they say, oh, you know, I, you know I, they say, no, you can't do that. You can do whatever you want when you are 18. I've told parents, don't tell your children they can do whatever they want when they are 18. That's, that's, that's reckless. You say you will do the right thing when you are 18. Because when you leave it broad, you are just... Well, the child has a brain that is still maturing. They don't automatically know what is right at the age of 18. The brain doesn't stop growing until it is what? 23 to 25. That's when actually the brain stops growing. That has been established as a scientific, scientific fact. So there is still forming. And we have to be careful the things we say so that we don't set them up for failure. I want to close today. By reminding you that we are not to forget that the blessing, I told you last week, the blessing of God confronts, combats, and crushes the curse. It confronts, combats, and crushes the curse. In Psalm 89, verse 20 to 24, the Lord said of David, he, he, this is my servant. I have anointed him with my holy oil. He said that his enemies will not have victory over him. They will not be able to defeat him because I am with him. 
I want to say today, are you there? You don't know Jesus. You don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. You're probably watching me online. I wonder, why is this guy sweating and jumping up and down like he's, uh, something is in him? No, I don't have a special drug I'm taking. I'm not high on anything. I'm actually high on Jesus. I'm high on a person. I'm high on the Holy Spirit. By the grace of God, I have joy. None of these things can give you joy. You can shoot high all, the, all you want. What it does, what drugs do is that, well, these hard drugs, what they do is that they take you out of the current and then when, when later you are back, that's why people are addicted because they, they keep coming back into the current, the reality, then they have to check out again. Every time the alcoholic checks out with the with system full of alcohol and they come back. You know, it's sad that people are in that frame, but the power of Jesus is able to deliver from any situation, any circumstance that you may be going through. So the Lord has blessed, he said he blessed David and that uh, he, he made sure that for generations, David would be victorious. And that everywhere he goes, he would have the victory. And David was a very victorious king. His reign was powerful. Well, he made some mistakes, but the blessing was there right by him. So you've made some mistakes in your life. You've sinned so much, you think God can't forgive you. You've messed up so much, you think, man, I can't serve in the church. You are hearing my voice right now on the internet. I want you to understand that God is speaking to you. You here sitting down in the yard, God is speaking to you. He's saying, I love you. I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have always been with you. When you are on the mountain, I was there. When you are in the valley, down in the pits, I was there. I've always been there. I'm just waiting. Like the prodigal son, if you would turn back and run home. You see, when the prodigal son took one step toward his father, the father was prepared to take five steps or ten towards him. God wants to bring you into his embrace. Um, so did you once believe, but now because of your, you know, the things that have happened around you have lost confidence in the Lord. I want you to know that you can begin again. He does not condemn you. The blessing is hanging over you. Ephesians chapter one, verse three, God has blessed us with spiritual blessings in heavenly places. They are hanging like low hanging fruit, but many of us are not picking the fruit. Many of us are not extending our hand to the grace of God. You see, when a child does this from the ground, a little child, a baby, when they do this, the parents usually automatically pick them up. Will you stretch your hand to the Lord today? David said, I will look onto the hills. He says, because my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and the earth. God is with you today. May his name be glorified. I hope you have been blessed by this message this morning. I hope the Lord has strengthened your heart. I hope you are encouraged in Jesus' mighty name. If you are there and, and you say, I don't know Jesus Christ, the first thing you have to do, the Bible says that we have to repent of our sins and confess him as Lord and Savior. Believe that he was raised from the dead and we shall be saved. It's that simple. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, if you make that decision and say, I want to follow Jesus, say a prayer today. It's as simple as, Lord Jesus, forgive me my sin. Make me your child. I believe that you died and resurrected for me. I want to have a relationship with you. And I want the blessing over my life. Hallelujah. If you said that, I believe that the Lord heard your prayer. And he begins something in your spirit from this very day. You can go to our website if you are online. And you just, you know, uh, go to our contact page. Send us a request. Send us, a, you know, a message. We'll get back to you. We'll send you some material that you can use to uh, grow in your faith and in your walk with God. If you are in Winnipeg and you would like to join us, you can always join online. And we trust God that very soon we'll be able to meet on a regular basis 
and also we'll take your information and we'll always update you with what's going on so that you can join us for different events hallelujah father i just want to thank you for the message and i thank you for the things that you are doing in our lives blessed be your holy name we give you all the praise in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen and amen well that's all for now thank you for listening were you blessed by the message do you have any questions did you make a commitment to follow jesus as lord please let us know you can contact us by sending us a message on our contact page at joyfountainchurch.com. Have a blessed day.